on today's deep dive, the three things that musicians should do with their big data. What do you do with all this data? Carry on watching and you'll find out. Cue title sequence. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. That's you. Thanks very much for watching us. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. Facebook, give us a like and a share. And if you're on iTunes, well, it's no longer iTunes, it's Apple Music now. That just shows you how old and ancient I am. Uh, you know, give us give us a review. Give us, give us five stars if you like us. Ask questions on the... Uh... YouTube channel. Yes, on any communication-y method, if you want us to talk about a particular topic that you might be having some difficulties with, we'll try and talk about that. And today's deep dive, Greg, where we take one particular uh, item slash topic within the uh, the DIY musician world and talk about it in, in a little depth, is all about, well, it's sort of triggered from Apple Music offering its Apple Music for Artists um, analytics fairly recently. Right, okay, that's quite an important word. Yes, uh, we've had um, Spotify for Artists for quite some time now, yeah. uh, and now Apple Music has done the same, and it's nice, it's it's nice to have, I've, I've gone in there myself. In fact, we'll, we'll put up um, this particular little nugget of data from my band's own personal Apple Music for Artists here, ding! Uh, what that shows is these are my band's Shazams going from pretty much nothing, nothing, nothing. Massive spike from a national radio play in the UK. Nothing, nothing, nothing a week later. Another massive spike from a national radio play. So that's nice. And it shows us that not only are people listening, still, people are still listening to the radio, Greg. Okay. It just goes to, yeah, it just goes to show uh, that. And it also shows that... You know, on those two days, there was a hundred, nearly 150 people who didn't know who we were. Right. They were listening to our music and they decided to which, shazam it. You, do you know, does it tell you which radio station that it was? I, I know, because I, I was listening on uh, on right. both occasions. It was Six Music. Okay. Which is quite so. nice. So, but that, that's sort of one instance. But uh, in terms of data and analytics, we've got uh, Spotify now. We've got Apple. YouTube will give you... Um, Analytics. We were looking at some YouTube analytics yes, we were. for our channel last night. Uh, Facebook gives you a whole host of, of analytical and statistical data. What about Amazon? Uh, n not unless you're a seller on Amazon. In terms of, but people can sell music on Amazon, can't they? Yes, but that's probably going to be through some sort of aggregator. Well, well I mean, okay. that, that'll be through your, your digital distribution sure. platform. Okay. Um, but so, so there's a whole host of data out there, out of all this data, I mean, it's obviously it's nice to look at, but how can you actually cherry pick the, the bits of information that you can use to actually further your career? I think that's what this particular episode is all about. And I've chosen maybe three things that maybe artists uh, who are watching or listening to this can actually have a look at and maybe use it to incrementally, hopefully, you know, help them progress just that little bit further. Okay, so... What should we be doing with all this data? Well, I would say point number one is, and this is sort of fairly easy and it sort of makes perfect sense, is that you can use these platforms to find your most popular songs. Even if you just go on the desktop on Spotify for anyone else, they'll tell you the top 
10 yeah. uh, most currently played uh, tracks. And obviously, if you go onto your own sort of platform, you can, you can get a, uh, a better indication as to your most popular songs on Apple, on Spotify, maybe even your most watched music videos on YouTube. And maybe you can cross-reference them all and find out a, which are your most popular songs, and then B, if you're playing live, I would say to uh, you out there, should you be trying to integrate and making sure all those songs are contained within your live sets simply because these are the songs that people are listening to and, are resonating and enjoying the most. So if you're not including them in your live set, you're doing yourself a disservice. So just one curiosity thing here. Carry on. Spotify... If it's under a thousand plays, doesn't give you a specific, does it? I think uh, uh, I think Spotify for artists will give you information within that uh, platform. Okay, right. I think it gives you information on every track, not just the ones right. that are uh, so from, above a thousand. So from the plays. artist window, they yeah. can gauge more of an idea than just your general punter looking yes. at their Spotify artist page. But sort of leading on from that, so obviously, you know, if you're basing your live set around your most popular songs, as told to you by uh, Apple and Spotify on YouTube, what I would also say is if those are your most popular songs, when it comes uh, to paying to promote those songs on whatever platform that you do, I would say that you are going to be paying to promote the the songs that these platforms have identified as the most popular and the ones that resonate yeah. most with the public. It's doing your A&R job for you. So if you've got some ad spend to try and promote music on whatever platform you might want to promote it, this, this data, the, you know, these analytics are showing you and are telling you, look, people like these, so all you, all you need to do is... If you, you know, if you set your top three songs, or even top two, even top one, if you've only got a limited amount of ad spend, you can find out what your most popular song is on, on all these platforms. That's the one that you should be paying to promote yeah. because that's the one that people like and consume the most. And the idea is that if this is the one that resonates most with your current audience, when you try and pay um, and uh, show that to a new audience, hopefully that's going to be the one that also resonates with them. Yeah. So the A&R job is done for you and the results are told to you through the analytics. So that's going to save a lot of time. Yes. And a lot of guesswork. It, makes, it sort of makes perfect sense when you, you, know, you try and look at it like so that. So how often do you actually go through your analytics? Is it like every week? Uh, I, you can almost get a little... Because there is so much data. I mean, the... The um, I think the Apple Music one when I was looking that it tells you the most popular song by age demographic, which, right. which is very and you you can get lost in data. So maybe right, okay. oh you know once every the one thing the one thing we, we I do occasionally do is I mean, we do three mini tours a year and it's sometimes good for us before the start of a tour just to have a look and see which songs are currently resonating with our audience. That's something we certainly do on Spotify, which is the right. more popular mm -hmm. of the of the two sort of platforms. I, th I think I think Apple Music is about, in terms of listenership, maybe about a quarter the size of our Spotify wow. audience. It is really. But is, there, is YouTube still bigger than Spotify uh, for music consumption? What I, um, I, I think generally, yes. What I would say is that it's probably dependent upon each particular 
artist, if if an artist is included in a lot of, uh, say for example, Spotify playlists, then it could well be that they're going to knock up hundreds, potentially hundreds of thousands, or even millions of plays on that particular platform and a yeah. corresponding video on YouTube might not necessarily, uh, because it's not on a, prom you know, it, yeah. it doesn't have that means of promotion. It might not have that level of, uh, of hits. So it, it's, it's all dependent upon the uh, the individual set of circumstances, I would say. So your next point, which is, uh, it's, it, you know, again, is continuing with this analytics, is find where your audiences are. So the great thing about uh, Apple Music, Spotify, and indeed Facebook, is that they will give you an indication as to where your listeners are indeed followers are. So maybe you can take something along the lines of an Excel spreadsheet, create columns of each in terms of where all your listeners and, and streamers and followers are and maybe try and correlate and cross-reference and find maybe the 10 most um, strongest hotspots. And what I wouldn't necessarily say is, right, okay, and now you've got to plan a tour around those uh, maybe top five or top 10 locations. But in terms of future ad spending, trying to find more followers and create an even bigger yeah audience in those uh, in those areas that's a, a, a particularly good uh, starting point I mean, when you mentioned earlier we looked at the analytics for the google ad spend that we did and i think both you and i were quite surprised that our uh, our biggest audience for this is uh, is female which yeah which uh, you know obviously I, I, two hot hunks can i say <laughs> uh, so, so that that was a surprise. Yeah. So now we're kind of, you know, in some ways we're kind of like, hopefully, if you, you, uh, you know, the female audience out there, if you have any questions that specifically that you would like us to answer. Greg's going to do it in a vest next week, maybe. <laughs> it's some sort of Baywatch spectacular. <laughs> who knows? And, and for the people who are listening uh, through the podcast, thank goodness you can't see our faces. Or, or maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're actually missing out. Maybe you should go to YouTube and see what, you know, see what's making us... Ever so popular with the ladies. Yeah, I put on the, the really deep voice. There. I just, I can say, I think it's the weight loss for me, so, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm putting on whatever you're taking <laughs> on. But enough of our personal difficulties. So, yes, but so. Yeah, but, but that's just to say, it's just that, you know, the analytics sometimes can bring uh, to your attention data that you so, wouldn't you, think. Yeah, you, you necessarily sort of missed it, and, and you, you might find that you have a, you know, for some reason, a hotspot or an enclave of fans where you might not have had any indication as to uh, as to where your audience actually uh, actually was so. so and it does help make not necessarily change tactic completely but it does kind of go oh okay maybe we need to look at this and and grow that so yeah so it allows at least like i say at least allows you to take the next step so like i said i wouldn't necessarily with that data go right i i'm going to plan a, a five-day tour around those those cities but what I would do is right well I can go right well I've got some fans there already if I base some of my marketing around those cities so I can get even more fans in there that location that's an indication for me that that's a great way to, to build an even stronger fan base so when when I do hit those cities there's going to be the better chance of even more people being there yeah which is basically what everyone wants what everybody wants yes so Number f 
Three. Three. <laughs> or, or, you know, or two A or something, who knows. Right, okay. So build a typical fan profile. Typical fan profile, right. So in the world of marketing, your typical customer, if you were making widgets or, or chocolate bars, is known as a, a marketing persona. So the person who would buy your product, what do they look like? What's their age? What's their gender? What's, what's their demographic? What's their demographic? And uh, I was talking to you previously, uh, just before we uh, we started recording, about Adele, her typical fan profile or her sort of persona, um, typical listener slash concert goer. She's female. She is aged uh, 30 years of age and she's in mm -hmm. a healthcare profession. So she might be a nurse or she might be some sort of personal sort of care worker. And with that typical fan profile in mind, when the record company comes to, to market whatever her latest product will be in terms of the marketing materials, they can make it with an eye to that, right, well, uh, they might even give this particular person uh, a name. So let's call her Judy. Okay. Judy's 30-year-old, like I say, female health professional. Let's try and create this marketing uh, materials so that we know that it will resonate and will uh, Judy will be able to identify with it when she's making when they're making merchandise perhaps again if if they've got Judy in mind you know is Judy likely to wear this uh, this particular t-shirt or you know if they're making some sort of, you know for example they wouldn't make uh, trucker caps for Adele fans so they might go right well do we need to have some sort of Adele yeah. jewelry type bracelet or Adele perfume you know it's it, you know it's again they're thinking that is is Judy likely to to buy or you know latch onto this so it does that kind of explain possibly what with your demographic that you have t-shirts in a, a, variety a, a, a large a few larger <laughs> sizes perhaps although I, I'm have, are you going to do women's tees? Or do you I have done women's tees in the past, but they don't sell as well. And because we can only carry a, a limited of number of lines. But, you know, in, in terms of the marketing persona for my, uh, for my band, the uh, typical fan is uh, he's male, he's age 30, he lives in Wigan. Uh, he likes beer. He likes uh, really? sports. Yes, surprisingly. Beer and sports. Beer and sports, and uh, you know a little bit of um, sci a little bit of sci-fi Marvel as okay, well. Okay, right. So, so what that? So um, again, Facebook in terms of the uh, demographic information that Facebook can give you. That's that's the real killer. Facebook will tell you again where, how old they are, gender, where they live. Uh, their interests, their uh, the Facebook pages that they interact with the most, the music that they like the most, and that gives you, you know, the, the films perhaps, and that gives you an idea of not only, uh, you know, the typical fan in terms of your marketing materials, maybe potentially how you talk to them and converse with them online, but also as well when you're trying to find engaging topics to talk about on the social media. These could very well be your, your starting points. So you've also put Twitter here. I mean, and we Twitter, talk about Twitter gives Facebook you a level a of, of with, just because because Facebook is the biggest technically marketing platform in the world, it, and it provides you with the most in-depth analytics. Facebook will, uh, Twitter will provide you with it, it's a modest amount of information, but it's it doesn't tend to be as accurate, and it certainly doesn't tend to be do as detailed. You, do I you found. use Twitter? 
What, it, analytics. It, it, do you use? Would you have you used Twitter to build a fan profile, or have you stopped? I stopped? I have sort of used it to cross reference, and I think that's the that's the the thing about all these things. You can't necessarily just rely on one platform alone. So you can take your YouTube channel uh, potentially demographics and take your Facebook and maybe your Instagram ones as well and, and try and cross-reference just so there's not one particular... Because it may well be that already Instagram skews and is used by people who are female and generally tend to be a whole lot younger than yeah. the, the Facebook audience. So. A particular platform on its own might already be a little bit skewed in 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 terms of uh, the information that it might Have give you. Have you discovered discrepancies in your fan profile between the two platforms? Like like I said, because my largest audience is on Facebook, and because Facebook gives me the most information, information. that's sort of the primary one, and I will just occasionally cross reference, cross -reference right. with the others. So. So, yeah, I, I mean, as you put here, view yourself through their eyes. Yes. Which I, I'm amazed at how many bands still, they, they, they base what they do on what they like, not their audience. Ultimately, you're not really doing it for yourself. You're doing it... For the people who... For the fans. Yeah. So, that's, that's some good stuff there. I know there is another page on here, but I don't know... That's... No, no, that's from last week. Okay, right. So, basically... Benef benefits of clipboards. You, you can just pile as many pieces of paper in that you want. So, recap. Recap. Use it to find your most popular songs and then A, make sure they're in your set and B, ask yourself whether those popular songs you need to promote more, perhaps more so than other songs. Uh, two, find out where your audiences are, cross-reference your uh, most popular towns and cities and find out where the hotspots of your listeners and followers are and maybe concentrate ad spend again, not just on those songs that we were talking about, those locations, and use it to build a typical fan profile, the an average fan of your music, and from that, you've got maybe an idea as to what they like and maybe how to talk to them, and again, maybe you can potentially design products and market your products in a way that they would like. Well. That's some pretty good stuff there. That's it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Let's right, don't, don't forget if you've got any more uh, questions and topics that you'd like us to cover on this particular uh, channel slash show slash podcast, stick them in the uh, the comments below. Uh, we're here again. It's not just for us. This we're oh. here for you out there. So yep, uh, smash that subscribe button and ask questions on the Facebook and. Thanks very much for listening and in watching, watching and, and we will see you next time. Next week. Thanks very see much. See you later. Bye.